friends. I'm your host, Dr. Dave Layton, and thank you for joining me in our journey to hope. It is my desire through this podcast to bring you information about how to discover, sustain, or perhaps regain hope. Well, in this episode, we'll be speaking with Lisa Misseldine. Hello, Lisa. Good morning, Dave. How are you? I'm doing great. Now that we had some of these technical glitches took care of, (laughs) (laughs) uh, the folks out there that do podcasts know that, uh, sure enough, when you get ready to do uh, a recording, uh, mics will mess up or something like that. But we got that worked out. All right. But we're going to be talking this morning about bringing hope through hospitality. Now, a lot of times, folks might not think that they're offering people hope, but as we find out in our conversation, uh, very much so related to it. Well, I want to start by you telling the audience just a little bit about yourself. Okay. Well, I am the wife of the minister slash evangelist here at the Prattville Church of Christ, Brent Misseldine, who I know has uh, done some stuff with you before. Yeah. Uh, We've been married 40 years, and we've been here at the Prattville Church for 24 years now. We have two grown daughters, both married, and a total of five grandchildren. I was a teacher in mostly private Christian schools for about 25 years. Um, I'm retired now, and but I do still teach a children's Bible class, and I help mentor girls in the Lads to Leaders and Leaderettes. I also help organize ladies' events here at the church, and I help with a food ministry once a week. Okay. Uh, one of the highlights of the year that... Uh Lynn and I always enjoy is the open house that you and Brent do at Christmas time, and uh, it's always good because you have some wonderful uh, tidbits of good food. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> Refreshments, but it's a great time to socialize as well. Twenty-four years, you know. When Brent was telling me about that, twenty-four years. Wow, we have watched your family grow, and and now uh, we're watching your grandchildren grow, mm-hmm. which is a joy for us as well. Thank you. And uh, you've been married 40 years. Mm-hmm. Great, mm-hmm. great. Okay. Um, I mentioned you, and, and when I thought about hospitality, you came to mind. Thank and I mean you. that. Yeah, but not only you, uh, your mom as well. Yes, she is uh, my partner in crime, as you say. <laughs> <laughs> well, we come up it, with a lot of plans together. Yeah, yeah. And, and we see it. So anyway, thank you for uh, agreeing to join me. Again, I thought about you right away, a very hospitable person. Um, and, and it's obvious that you put your heart into it. We see that in the results. But what I like about it is the, the idea of hospitality. Is I, I, It's one thing, I heard somebody say one time, uh, we're a very friendly church. Uh, we're very friendly with each other, mm-hmm. but we need to be friendly with others. Right. And again, I watch people, I see things going on in the congregation, and, and uh, you're out there greeting people and doing that, and it's it's not just, okay, that's the preacher's wife, that's her job. Uh, you, you just have a natural ability of that, and so I see it. Okay, well, enough of that. Let's, let's go on into uh, some of our questions. And, and the questions I have relate to hospitality, and the idea is how we bring hope to people. And again, the, the purpose of this is how we can help folks uh, discover, sustain, or perhaps regain hope. And, and a lot of people might not put that idea of hospitality and hope together, but we're going to see mm-hmm. it does. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I like to start with definitions because, um, uh, as the old expression is, that way we're breathing the same air. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we understand mm -hmm. what we're saying. And so I looked up definition, just a basic dictionary definition, is a friendly reception and treatment of guests or strangers. And so that's where I see we bring hospitality. And then that second definition I saw was a quality or disposition of receiving and treating guests or strangers in a warm, friendly, and generous way. Mm -hmm. All right. So what are some of your thoughts about that? I think those are good definitions. Um, you know, to be more specific, uh, to me, uh, hospitality is making strangers and friends feel welcome and at home in your house and, uh, and providing all that you can to accomplish that. It doesn't mean that you have to be the one who personally did all the cooking and cleaning to prepare for guests. If you're a woman who works full-time to help support your family, it might work better for you to hire some of that work done or pick up prepared food. The emphasis to me of hospitality is that you're welcoming others into your home, and that can be accomplished differently depending on your situation. Okay, that's good. You know, you, you use the expression home a couple of times there, and I think that's a great um, idea about it. Uh, we welcome people into our homes, and when they're in our homes, they're our guests. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, the church is a family. Yes. And, and we're trying to encourage people to come on in and be a part of the family. Well, if we were kind of standoffish and not friendly with them, be kind of hard to encourage them. Hey, come be a part of us, but we won't treat you like we love you, really. Yeah. <laughs> well, that would be wrong. And so we do treat people. Uh, we welcome them. Yeah, and if people see, if they can perceive that you're doing what you're doing out of a sense of duty or obligation, they're not going to feel as welcome. I mean, they've got to really believe and feel that you want them there. Yeah. And, and uh, it's not... It's not just the job of greeters that we say, okay, you're, you're, uh, you're an usher this week or you're a greeter this week. It's, it's something that all of us do. Mm -hmm. And truly, it's the person who might be sitting on the pew next to somebody or walking down the aisle and they see somebody, hey, I might not know that person and go and make sure they know that mm -hmm, person. Mm -hmm. I can't tell you how many times, Lisa. <laughs> I, Lynn and I travel as sojourners, and so when we come home, uh, we're, we're part of the congregation, and I'll see somebody, and I want to go visit with them, and, and I usually will ask them, are, are you visiting with us? And somebody will say, well, no, we've been here for six months or a year. I go, okay, <laughs> we're the ones that's traveling. But that's okay. You know, we, yeah. we laugh at it and move on. Oh, I many times I'll recognize a face, and I can't remember a name. And so I'll go up to him and say, I'm sure I've met you before, <laughs> but, but uh, you know, yeah. please let me make sure that I have. So You know, one time Lynn and I had been gone. Uh, you remember a couple of years ago when we were gone for six weeks, and, and uh, that's when Lynn had the problem with her eye and all of that. Mm -hmm. Well, anyway, <clears throat> when we came back, we, we wore our name tag so people would <laughs> know who we were. <laughs> All right. Well, there are those who do a better job at hospitality than others. I mean, it, there is, it's a talent or, or a quality uh, that somebody might have, a gift they have. But certainly, uh, it is still on all of us to be as hospitable as we can. And there are different kinds of, of hospitality, and, and you might find your talent in one area more than another, and that's fine. You know, I think everyone can find an area of hospitality 
that they have a talent in and that uh, they feel comfortable with and they can grow in. Well, can you imagine if our Lord had not been hospitable to people? And uh, uh, I love, of course, Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30. Uh, his invitation there is, is to me an ultimate uh, example of hospitality when he says, come unto me all who are weary and heavy laden. What's interesting there, he said, come unto me, but he was about going to them mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. We're using our Lord as an example about being hospitable, hospitable. And so we should as his followers. I thought about, as I was putting this together, there's a there's an interesting uh, statement in uh, Hebrews chapter 13, verse 2. Uh, we're to show hospitality. We're to show the love and grace of our Lord and, and really apply it to those outside of the body. And he talks there uh, about uh, we might be entertaining angels. Some have entertained angels. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm, I don't want to get into a theological discussion about angels, but you don't know that person, uh, what change you're making in their life, uh, what change they're going to make in your life. Mm -hmm. uh, just, you know, we, we look around in our congregation of so many wonderful people that have come to us and have become part of our f family here at Prattville and how much uh, they have added to and enriched our lives. All right, I'm talking too much, <laughs> but um, I'd love to uh, hear some of your thoughts. I know that many people have come to our house uh, for support, counseling, Bible study, or just maybe going through some rough times or trials, and they desperately needed to feel welcome and understood. And part of hospitality is providing a pleasant atmosphere, possibly a meal or refreshments, and that can be an important part of that. Even though men could do this for other men on their own, women do seem to have a God-given talent for it. Uh, and I think that we can truly serve God in a special way with that talent. This atmosphere of love and acceptance in the home of Christians can be exactly what someone who is struggling needs to inspire hope that God and his people care about them. And we have a lot of examples of this in the Bible. Um, Mary and Martha showed hospitality to Jesus and his apostles. Priscilla showed hospitality to Paul and his companions. The Shunammite woman showed hospitality to Elisha, Abigail to David and his men. And as you mentioned earlier, Sarah and Abraham welcoming the three men from God. Uh, there's just many examples of godly women that used their talent of hospitality to serve God's people and bring hope to those who are struggling. And, and it's, it's, it's just about offering a friendly reception and treatment of guests. But if somebody is brought to Christ through our hospitality, we're bringing them hope. And if, if we not only bring them to Christ initially, but as you said, somebody is going through something in their life, uh, has questions or concerns, and, and we're open to them and receptive, then that's just going to really help them. Uh, one other thought, and then I'll, I'll turn it back over to you. A, a part of feeling hopeless is to feel alone and rejected. Well, hospitality begins to remove that. Mm -hmm. And in fact, if we don't offer that, they're going to spiral more and more into that feeling of feeling alone and rejected. Mm -hmm. And so it removes that and provides a foundation for hope. Well, we... Uh 
just had our growth group in our home this past Sunday night, and um, this is a new program we've got going, uh, breaking up into smaller groups where you can get to know people better. Mm-hmm. Sure do. Uh, learn on a, a small group basis, and um, and we've got we were the host home on the um, the first one in a home, and I think we're going to be kind of swapping it around for different people uh, that want to to provide that as well. And it was mentioned in the meeting how much it meant to people to go into someone's home. That you, when you invite uh, people into your home, you're kind of opening yourself up to them and and letting them into, you know, almost sort of a private part of your life that not just everybody sees. And so uh, you feel more a part of their lives. You feel more welcome. Uh, into their life when you are in someone's home. And so that, you know, even though not everybody has the opportunity to have a large group, uh, if you can have a group from church uh, that that needs a host home, uh, that is a great blessing for you and for them uh, to kind of open up and, and get to know each other better on a more personal level. We're, we're enjoying the growth groups. Mm-hmm. And something I've noticed is... We, we'll, we'll have a wonderful discussion, and then afterwards, there's that, that period of fellowship and greeting one another and, and enjoying some refreshments together. And, and again, that's that hospitality. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that uh, I enjoy about it is the concept of an open chair, and we have a prayer that that chair will be filled and praying for that person, that sort of thing, even though it's an open chair. Mm-hmm. The idea is invite somebody in, mm-hmm. help them to understand mm-hmm. and, and meet our Lord and, and grow in our Lord. Well, what what might be some practical ways to show hospitality? I mean, we think about, okay, we're going to, we're going to shake somebody's hand and say hello to them when they come into the building, but it's just, it's just so much more than that. And so some ideas about how I might be able to be hospitable to somebody. Well, I mean, it, there's different uh, different avenues to be hospitable. Um, you know, even the Good Samaritan uh, was not able to take the the injured man into his home. He was on a trip, but he took them to an inn. He provided uh, the care and the food that he needed for someone. And so, you know, there may be some instances where you can't provide uh, bring someone into your home, but you can provide what they need. And that's being hospitable too. You know, um, we have a food ministry team here. I mentioned earlier uh-huh. that um, uh, there's a group that comes in. Actually, there's somebody in there right now <laughs> doing some prep work to cook. And then tomorrow morning, they will finish the cooking. Uh, my mother and I help provide desserts. So different people provide different parts of the of the total. And we come together. We box up the meals. Uh, we have drivers that deliver the meals to the people that are either shut in or in bad health. And so, and, and if they can, they stay for just a few minutes to visit. So that is an avenue of hospitality where maybe the person you want to help can't get out, you know, or, um, or you're not prepared uh, at home, but you can take something to them. You can provide something that they need, whether it be food or, or conversation, uh, just some loving care and concern. I, I think that's a that's a good beginning yeah. uh, to provide uh, for someone. And then hopefully you can find ways to prepare your home 
it doesn't have to be perfect. I mean, I've told so many people, you don't have to have a spotless house before you invite somebody in. <laughs> yeah, I know. They, they'd be yeah, somebody sh- might have children. We understand, uh, you know, there's stuff that comes with having children. Oh, yeah. And when we had people over Sunday night, I tried to kind of clean. We had grandchildren over oh, the weekend. Okay. And so I was trying to kind of straighten up, put things back. And then as people came in, I said, Oh, I'm sorry. There was a big stack of DVDs that the kids had gotten out, uh, and I said I forgot to put those up. I'm sorry. And and somebody said, Hey, that that makes you real. You know, uh, we can see. You know, you don't have a uh, perfectly you know uh, prepared right. house. It makes us feel better. <laughs> you know? That's right. So, that's right. Uh, that's that's a next level. You know, having people into your home. But like I said, it doesn't have to be a seven course meal. It doesn't have to be in a spotless home. I mean, it could be after church when you know uh, your house isn't perfect, but you invite somebody over for mm-hmm. coffee and a, and a couple of cookies, mm-hmm. you know. I remember Brent's mother telling me uh, when they were uh, first married, uh, it was during World War II, and they were actually living in uh, like some sort of uh, rented base housing or something in Foley. And she said, nobody had very much. Yeah. You know, uh, it was a lean time, but we would have friends come over for a glass of iced tea and vanilla wafers with peanut butter. Oh, boy. I remember her telling me that, and I was like, wow. You know, that's that's faith that, you know, you, you want to be hospitable even when you don't have much to offer. But it's also welcoming people, you know, with what you have. and 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 it's just the time together. That means so much. Hospitality or being hospitable isn't isn't just about having people in your homes, and you've mentioned that, and that's very true. But it's just making someone feel at home. Mm-hmm. If we greet people in the lobby of a building or in the center aisles or something like that, uh, we're showing that you care. And and when we greet people out on the street while we're shopping at a local store, you know, you're just you're just kind of that friendly, open person. All of that are ways that we can be hospitable. Doesn't have to be anything formal. Just mm-hmm. the nature of who you are. Mm-hmm. It, it's a trait of our leaders are yeah. to be hospitable. Well, of course they would be. But again, it's everybody. I like to think of it, and although sometimes we don't, I like to think of it as a ministry. And it's something that I can participate in no matter who I am mm-hmm. in that ministry. Uh, my wife prepares cards. Mm-hmm. Beautiful for cards. And sends them out. And she sees that as a ministry, not just a hobby that she has of making cards, uh, encouraging people and welcoming people and, and all of that. So there's just so many ways we can show hospitality. And Lisa, one of the things that, uh, in my research about hope and about overcoming hopelessness, there's so many times I've come across articles and uh, people talking about how uh, the way that you go towards hope and strengthen hope is to get out of yourself, turn outside and see what I can do to help others. That is true. And, and again, that's part of the definition of hospitality. So we may be showing hospitality and not realize it. That's true. And so by looking outward to others, uh, opening ourselves up, encouraging them, we're, we're being hospitable people. It's, it's sharing with each other. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, it's part of our identity. By the way, I was uh, you, were, you were talking there, and I, I got to thinking, 
Uh, in Acts chapter 2, verses 42 through 47, when the church was young and they were meeting, they were learning from the apostles, but there's that statement in there that they were breaking bread in each other's homes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, that is an example of part of the mission of what we do, being hospitable. And not everybody that came together and met in their homes was a member of the Lord's body, because that verse goes on to show that they were finding favor in the community around them. Mm -hmm. And so when we invite people in, they'll think favorably of us, consequently favorable of our Lord. Mm -hmm. And that's where ultimate hope is in our Lord. Yes. Um, I know you know that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any other thoughts? Sorry. Oh, no. Um, I just want to encourage anyone that feels like uh, that they're not capable of doing some of these things we've talked about or or that maybe that's not their talent that you try first with something small uh try just taking something to someone uh taking a meal to someone or or if you don't have time to cook it go buy it um, smile and say hello yes um, <laughs> just um, encourage someone yeah. that you can see uh, is struggling and uh, and it will it will encourage you so much to feel like you have done something to help someone else that it will make you want to do more. Uh, and, and you will, you will learn to grow in that talent and, and it will, it will be a huge blessing to you. Yes. And I encourage those who know they have the gift of hospitality to mentor others, find especially a, a younger person, uh, somebody that is looking for a way to serve, Bring them in and let them uh, learn from you as as you go. We can all do that. And one thing I mentioned earlier uh, in my when I was telling you a little bit about myself, um, I am a mentor uh, in our lads to leaderettes programs, and my area is uh, keepers, which is short for keepers at home. Okay. And uh, and so the last couple of years we have done events in cooking, in sewing. And uh, next year, we're planning to do hospitality. Okay, okay. And and combine that with a couple of others that would lend itself to hospitality. I okay. think uh, a table settings and uh, and that sort of thing, you know, that would help you learn how to, to prepare for a, a large meal. Okay. But, uh, but I have enjoyed so much getting to know some of our young girls, our young ladies, and and helping them find their talents and, and to practice because uh, that's how that you pass on. Mm -hmm. What the Lord has given you is is through teaching those that are younger than you, whether physically or spiritually. You know, you can uh, help others learn to grow in in that area. Yes, and <clears throat> and it's not it's not just a, a young girl thing or or young ladies thing. It's all of us, mm -hmm. guys as well. Yeah. Uh, you you mentioned earlier that the the ladies seem to be more naturally adapt adept at doing this well yes we may be uh, uh, showing hospitality and not realize it sometimes again being open being friendly being welcome being helpful yes all of those things and we actually have one young man that uh, helps us make desserts okay he, oh he, yes i know who you're yes, talking about he has to come in and out based on his work schedule but but he he loves to bake and and he mm -hmm. helps out with that so it is definitely not a women's only <laughs> Of course not. A majority, maybe, but not only. <laughs> oh, no. All of us guys can be a part of it as well. All of us can and should. 
It's just who we are. And and wives that want to have people in their homes, they need a husband that's willing to do sure that do. and and is willing to help and welcome in uh, guests. And so that is a very very necessary thing. Um, I had a wonderful conversation recently um, with Mike Mazzalongo's daughter, Julia Cienfuegos. I have to slow down just a little bit on that name. Um, she is the platform manager for Bible Talk TV. And in fact, her episode is playing this week. But Julia has found a niche that she can serve the Lord. And so many times um, our ladies think, well, I have to take care of children or cook meals. But there's so much more they can do. And hospitality and all of the surrounding elements of hospitality are things that all of us can do. But it is an area that I think um, our, our ladies can serve in and can actually take a lead in. And, and so uh, there, there's, it's not all about child care, although it may involve child care or teaching children's classes or something like that. There's just so many ways we can serve. And this is a way somebody can find their niche mm-hmm. and and grow in it and in doing so serve the lord serve the body of christ and help bring others to the lord all yes. right anything else lisa oh i think i'm depleted <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and i know what's going to happen you'll you'll go home and go oh wished i'd have thought about that yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, it, it happens to me too all right <laughs> Well, thank you, Lisa, for being my guest. Well, thank you for inviting me. I always me. enjoy visiting with you. and, and uh, Well, we love you and yeah. Lynn both. Y'all well, are dear friends. Thank you. We appreciate that. Wow, 24 years. <laughs> Time flies. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. All right. Well, friends, thank you for joining me as together we journey to hope. I truly hope that we have encouraged you to discover, sustain, or regain hope through this effort. I invite you to contact me if you have any questions or comments, or if you wish to share with me something you've experienced in your journey to hope. My email is ourjourneytohope at gmail.com. That's our journey and the number two, hope, at gmail.com. And please share this podcast with someone whose hope is being challenged. I look forward to sharing more with you again soon. I'm Dave Layton, and thank you for listening. And until our next episode, remember, we give all glory to God our Father.